Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. Thanks for tuning into the final episode here of the month of June. We'll be back with more, of course, in July. But we're going to wrap it up with why retirement planning is not quite what it used to be. Pretty common sense, I think most people realize past generations. Uh, definitely things were different. But even in the last 10, 12 years, it's still changed yet again. So much stuff going on, so much stuff changing in the financial world and, and in general that it's, you know, it's just a little bit more complicated uh, than ever, it seems like. And of course, once again, Mike's here with me on Strategic Planning. What's going on, my friend? How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, Mark. Uh, just uh, thinking about, uh, you know, retirement ain't what it used to be. Right. We've got some uh, things coming up next month in July. So, mm-hmm. so since this is our last June thing, maybe I ought to promote those. Sure, yeah. Just What's going on? Yeah. So July 19th, if you uh, haven't seen the invitation yet when you hear this, uh, which actually they're not coming out until um, the week after you hear this. Okay. That's when they'll start uh, running as email invitations. And um, the first one's in uh, Charlotte at the Palisades Country Club on the 19th of July at 11 a.m. We'll have a luncheon and we're going to talk about investing in a time of chaos. Mm-hmm. Well, there's and, certainly that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, to a certain extent, uh, we might think in terms of, well, that's why retirement planning ain't what it used to be. But right. you know, there's always been chaos. It's just different kinds, Some maybe sometimes, but a lot of times it's the same stuff rerun again. But Well, you uh, know, so pe- we'll, people feel like it's worse yeah. than ever though, right? I mean, and it's easy to do that, right? Anytime mm-hmm. in life, it seems like, oh, it's never been this bad. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's different this time. So, That's right. it's, yeah. It's understandable. Yeah. So that, that'll be on the July 19th. And then if you just want to get away and do some of the things you might like thinking about doing when you retire, we're just going to have a baseball game, a family night out with the company. Uh, and uh, that would be on the July 23rd, a Saturday evening up here in Greensboro. Uh, the Greensboro Grasshoppers taking on the Hickory Crawdads. So, uh, <laughs> what a name, right? <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? Grasshoppers and Crawdads fighting it out. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I wonder who would win in an actual fight. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, interesting stuff. Well, hey, again, so these things are coming out uh, from Mike and the team there. So, if you haven't received one uh, or you'd like to attend, just go to the website, shoot them an email. Uh, I'm yeah. sure they could reach out to you that way, right, Mike? Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And of course, it's uh, spcinvesting.com, spcinvesting.com, or call them uh, or email them, mike at spcinvesting.com. You can call him as well, and you can find the number and information on the website there. And while you're there, subscribe to the podcast as well. So great. Uh, all right. So, you know, I, I like how we're using proper proper Southern English here. It ain't what it used to be. That's right. Uh, or maybe improper, right? But either way, let's let's jump into a couple of things. You know, obviously, Mike, as I mentioned, it's de- certainly different than our grandparents' experience. You've been doing this 40 years, right? So yes. obviously, you've seen a heck of a lot of changes in, in the things in the last 40 years. And if you're a government employee, you might still be lucky enough to have a pension. But other than that, there's not too much out there. And, it you know, you had a pension. You had Social Security and maybe a modest, a little bit of savings, and you were kind of okay. You know, mm-hmm. well, that's certainly not the case now. And you definitely have to, with inflation and everything, we're dealing with the chaos, as you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. We've got to self-fund for quite a bit of time now. Yeah. And uh, with with that income uh, guarantee of a pension being pretty much not around for most people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're looking at Social Security is the only thing that's doing that sort of thing. That's a regular monthly check coming in. 
So, you know, you want to have made plans to accumulate some funds that you can draw off of on a, in a routine basis uh, when you when you get to retirement. There are a variety of ways to do that. Uh, you know, some people use annuities to accumulate money. Uh, I tend to go in a different direction than that because there are so many fees built into today's products uh, for bells and whistles that, quite frankly, a lot of people won't use. Uh, but um, you can uh, reduce that cost by just accumulating your funds separately. And then if you want to buy a, an annuity that starts paying out immediately, if you want to exchange your cash hoard for an income stream, you can do that. That is perfectly fine. But I found too that uh, a lot of times people don't want to kind of give up that block of money that they've spent so many years accumulating and shepherding through. And they, they'd like to have that available, not only, you know, if they had a major emergency that they needed to dip into further than just a regular income that they're taking off of it, uh, but they'd, they'd also like to be able to leave something for the next generation. And uh, with an annuity, that doesn't happen um, if you have the money invested wisely. Uh, and I don't mean without risk, I mean with risk during retirement so that you can generate an increase in income to offset inflation. Uh, you may be able to take a, a nice sum of money off of that account over your lifetime and uh, leave some for the next generation. So uh, that income stream is only available if you've done the work leading up to retirement of saving, investing wisely, and uh, creating that pot of money, so to speak, that can be used to generate that income stream. Yeah, I think that's a great point for sure. And we've got to do this. We've got to take that action. And it's scary right now. And sometimes what happens is people either want to overreact with the things going on in the world or do nothing at all and put their head in the sand. Uh, because they're just, you know, it's almost like a little kid with a blanket over their head, right? They just don't want to see in case there's a monster in the room, right? So they just right. cover their head up. Well, uh, and there are so many messages that they're getting fed um, from the financial media and so forth, uh, which their objective is, uh, as one person likes to say, is to own your body parts. Yeah. They want your <laughs> eyeballs looking at it and they, you know, creating fear and, uh, you know, paralyzing some t- in some cases, other cases leading us to uh, take moves or make moves or take actions that are not in our best interest. So yeah, those, those things uh, right now, they need to have been dealt with. And if they haven't been, they need to be dealt with quickly so that you can eliminate that temptation to make wrong moves in a time of chaos and understand that there is a side that's coming out the other end of this thing that will be different. And, um, now, I don't mean like different than it's ever been before, but different than what's going on right now. This this doesn't continue forever. So uh, important stuff to know and be aware of so that you can take advantage of the psychology of the moment, so to speak, and exactly. do the right thing. Exactly. Well, that's that could be one place, right? Another mm-hmm. place, obviously, when I said we have to self-fund, uh, well, we have to self-fund for longer because we are, you know, to your, you kind of mentioned that you touched on it a little bit. We are living longer, right? I mean, yes. they're, they're, heck, you, you stories about printing body parts and 3D printing, just crazy stuff, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, right now, you know, there's, there's so many little things happening where we're doing a great job with a lot of the body stuff, but the mind stuff is, you know, very, very hard to, um, we don't have a grip on that yet, right? So yeah. the body lives longer, but the mind starts to go and that causes a lot of expense in, in healthcare. Yeah. And, and so when you're thinking about that, you, you do have the potential for additional healthcare because your body's going to wear out at some point, possibly. And, um, you know, you, you may have expenses to, to pay there. And 
Uh, you know, it used to be uh, you tended to live a shorter period of time and you died. We didn't have all the technology to keep people alive and all that for so long. And uh, so there wasn't as many years to have to fund for that sort of thing. And it wasn't as expensive, maybe, uh, you know, from an inflation adjusted basis. Uh, with all the tests that they like to run now, they can just jack the cost of healthcare sky high. Um, so, you know, that's one thing you need to think about in retirement funding but uh, or in funding for retirement. But, you know, just also about how, how you spend money. You know, if you you take stock of what you, and I don't mean stock like in the market, but you take, uh, you assess what you have available to you and you make uh, decisions about how you're going to spend money uh, going forward and what you might do to possibly even generate more if, if need be, if you're short on what you want to be able to spend. So, uh, it, it's it's being wise about it in terms of you know working hard to get to a good point, but if you're not exactly where you had kind of planned to be, how do you adjust so that you don't blow it in the end, so yeah, to speak? Definitely take care of that extra time. Well, you know, Mike, another place where we're we're seeing some stuff happening, obviously, is with the interest rates. We have been mm-hmm. in an incredibly low interest rate environment for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the Fed is making these moves because they have to. Uh, you know, to help combat some of the other issues, they're they're in quite the pickle, and mm. so we're seeing these things happen. But interest rates, they're starting to tick up. Maybe you can eke out a little bit more. I actually saw a bank advertising four percent on a CD. About, you know, about fell out of my chair. Uh, uh, we haven't yeah, seen really. that in a while, right? But of course, uh, <laughs> I didn't read the fine detail to see how much they wanted you to put in or the length of contract or anything. But we haven't right. seen that kind of stuff for a long time, and people tend to feel like in these times. Well, I have to either be in the bank or I have to be in the market, and the market scares me, so I'll just go to the bank. You know, yeah. and that's not always the case. Yeah, and and quite frankly, the bank has never outperformed. Never inflation. People don't realize that. Never. That's right. It has never done that. So if if you're in the bank to protect your money, mm-hmm. you're losing money safely because your dollars aren't going anywhere, but their value is plummeting, and uh, with inflation. And so, so that's not the place to invest. It's definitely a place to put money that you need for the short run. Uh, I mean, even in retirement, it might be that you have certain buckets, so to speak, that you have money in so that you can uh, take from when the market's in a downward trajectory like it is now and not having to liquidate things when they're cheaper in the market. But instead, you're being able to put more back into those cheaper stocks so that it explodes on the upside when it turns and goes the other way. But uh, yeah, money in the bank is not the place to be. If you do want to outperform inflation, you need to be in the stock market. And so you need to be in there in a way that's comfortable for you. There are plenty of ways to do that and pick up some additional return that's available there without taking unnecessary risk. Well, you know, at the time we're taping this, Mike, uh, we're taping this on, uh, what is today, actually? Uh, today's 21st. 21st. Yeah, yeah, they'll come out in a couple of days. So it was a few days ago when they raised the the rates again mm-hmm. uh, for right. really the highest percentage point. They did 0.75, the third right. hike this year, and the largest since 1994. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so they're, they're having to make these moves to try to counteract some of the inflation. But also, they have to be in a position that, you know, as recession talks continue on, I think Janet Yellen just said this week that it's not uh, it's not inevitable that we're going to hit a recession, that we could avoid it. I don't know how much stock people put into that just yet, but 
We'll see, but this also by raising the rates gives them a place to cut later should they need to to help with a recession, right? Sure, it's yeah, a double-edged exactly. sword. It really is. Mm-hmm. So right. that's a, that's another place where we're dealing with things people haven't seen in forty plus years. So as that's, we're saying, it's not what it used to be. It's been forty years since we've seen this, right? Um, so that's a long. And time. you know, it's interesting. I hear young people talking about some of the things they're doing cryptocurrency with futures and mm-hmm. things, uh, options and all like that. But you know, they, they've not seen these kinds of things. No, and crypto's like taking a beating too. with those, right? Yeah. And nobody's seen them in conjunction with crypto, right? Yeah. Yeah. And crypto's taking a pounding too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's a dangerous time to be playing on the fringes, so to speak. We know what's tried and true and what works and it's stinking boring. I tell you what. <laughs> Well, that's but you actually we the, have something when it's all said and done. Right. That's how we do the podcast to try to take a little bit of the thinking born out of it. You know. That's right. That's right. It ain't what it used to be. We're, right. we're just using some of these Southern terms. Stinking that's right. born. That's right. Uh, okay. So, well, you know what? Podcasting. Uh, information. Information's mm. at our fingertips more than ever mm. before. You know, our show, million shows, everybody under brother's got a podcast. Uh, yeah. You know, and not only that, but obviously, you know, the information age, maybe, maybe the disinformation age, as I like to say, because there's so much stuff out there. Sometimes you just wonder what is factual and what is not, what is salesy. Um, We've yet again, as people figured out a way to take something like the internet and turn it into the largest marketing tool of all time. Mm. Uh, And sometimes it's hard to decipher that stuff. And so you freeze up, Mike, you get that paralysis by analysis and you just, you have no clue what to do. Yeah. And, and a lot of information that is put out there is put out as though it's I mean, they have their disclaimers in the small print, uh, of course, uh, but it's, it's as though you ought to do this. Um, it's good for good for anybody that's reading this particular advertising piece or listening to it on television or radio or what have you. And and that's not a good idea. Even what we're talking about, you don't just go out and act on it. You get some advice around it for your particular circumstance that you're in and do that. You know, we, there was some things we were talking about, Mark, that were possible topics that we were considering for today. And one of the things mm-hmm. was, should you always pay off your house, Right, pay off the mortgage? And you know, my initial response says, absolutely not. Right. And, and you should never always do anything. You should right. always. Those two terms, right? Never and always. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? Yeah. You, should, you should always look at your particular circumstance because it may be the greatest thing to do is pay off your house. But then again, it might not be. And, and it's the same way with all the information that's out there. It yeah. might be a great idea, but you know what? Just depending on what's going on with you and your family and where you're headed and your goals. You know, and one of the things I think happens with that house conversation, Mike, that we we were thinking about having is that people want to, maybe they're at that time in their life where they're close to paying it off and they want to pull a bunch of money out uh, Mm. of a 401k or an IRA to pay off the house to make them, you know, to kind of have that emotional release of no longer having the payment. But that's a scary time to do that right now with market downturns because you're taking away potential growth uh, as the market possibly t- comes back. You're maybe right. taking a penalty if you're not 59 and a half and mm-hmm. you're also paying the taxes. So exactly. it's yeah. a scary place to take it from. It is. And you know, the other thing is I don't like about doing that is you're, you're at cross purposes with what you were doing when you're putting that money aside. Mm-hmm. And instead of taking money out, what I would say is either one, if you've accumulated enough, 
that you feel like you could take money out, mm -hmm. then just stop contributing and take that extra money that you were contributing and start paying the house off quicker. Yeah, okay. But be disciplined about using your money rather than just taking the, so to speak, it's you know not the easy way out, not the smartest way out. Yeah. Uh, and 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 pulling money out of the market where, like you say, in a downtime, it's the worst time to do something like that. And I so, think sometimes we kind of forget how we look at it. We say, hey, well, I've got the money. I want to mm -hmm. get the house paid off. And it's like, well, okay, you'll still have the money. Yeah. Um, you still have it. And people say, well, no, not if I'm losing it, not if the stock market's dropping, I'm losing. And I get the panic. I really do. But just don't dive into that without talking with your advisor first to make right. sure you're not compounding and creating some future problems that may be even worse. So just, right. you know, it's hard, It's hard, but just make sure you're talking, uh, talking with them. And with that, we'll hit the last bit, Mike. And, and it's just, it okay. feels like the market conversations and the volatility is more pronounced than ever before. Now, you've been doing this for 40 years. So mm -hmm. as we mentioned earlier, so you've seen tons and tons of market volatility. Is the yes. market more volatile than ever before? Or is it the fact that we're told about it every 10 seconds? <laughs> I think it's the latter. Yeah. Um, quite frankly, yeah. You know, how how was it back when um, we didn't have 24-hour uh, news News cycles? and smartphones yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. And, and smartphones, yeah, exactly. The internet and so forth. Well, we never heard about stuff happening all over the place. And sometimes I think, why do I need to know this? Um, I mean, yeah. It's just it, causing it's, more stress. Yeah. It's just more things to, that need to take us off of what we need to be doing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, is there more? There might be a little bit just from the standpoint of computerized trading and the ability to do that. But I don't know that it's any more volatile. It might be just a little faster. Gotcha. But, okay. but who really cares? I mean, are you really <laughs> investing for the next 20 minutes? Right. No, you're investing for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Hopefully. Yeah. The next. Yeah. Right. The next 20 minutes means nothing in the whole scheme of things. So mm -hmm. uh, we, we really would do so well to get our eyes off of some of this stuff and, and forget about volatility other than knowing that we want it, because if we don't have volatility, that means we don't have gains. Right. So you need some volatility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do we want? No volatility. When do we want it? Now. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. that doesn't work that way. Right. Give me no volatility and give me stock market returns. That's Thank right. Exactly. Thank you very much. <laughs> so there you go, folks. So yeah, obviously we know it's not the way that it used to be. Hopefully we shine a light on a few things to think about whenever it does get choppy. It does get nervous. And, and that brings up another question that people will have. And if you've got this question, some people will say, hey, it's it's rocky. I need to get out of the market right now. But others will, other advisors might say, depending on your age, fe keep feathering the nest and maybe keep putting those contributions in because now you're buying at lower prices because the market's coming down. So when it mm -hmm. goes back up, you know, you will you know, hopefully, you know, see better returns. But again, every situation, right, Mike, is different. So don't take action without finding out exactly how it's going to fit. Even if you're already uh, working with an advisor and you have a plan in place, maybe you need to see if that plan is still solid, if you, there's some tweaks mm -hmm. that need to be made. Uh, even if you're working with Mike, it's understandable. If you've got a plan, I'm exactly. sure, Mike, you've had a couple people call and just say, hey, I'm nervous. You know, is everything cool, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're, that's what we, we want you to call. Don't ask the question. There are no dumb questions. There you go. Exactly. So do yourself a favor and your retirement. Make sure you're doing that, especially in these uh, tumultuous times, these chaotic times. Don't forget to check out that information Mike gave earlier at the beginning of the podcast about upcoming events in July. Find it all at spcinvesting.com or just shoot Mike an email at mike at spcinvesting.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Mike, thanks for hanging out, my friend. Uh, I'll talk to you Great. probably after the 4th of July. So I hope you have a lovely holiday. 
Yes, and everyone out there too. Thank you very much. Absolutely. We'll see you next time here on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders from Strategic Planning Corporation. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.